Hello and welcome to Tuesday Matinee Number One, presented by Ridgeview Drive and Age of Radio. I am your host, Jared Watson, and with me is Charles Terrell. Tuesday Matinee is a bi-monthly podcast where we review films, talk movie news, occasionally discuss the technical aspects of filmmaking, and just shoot the shit about all things cinema. So, how are you doing today, Charles? Pretty good. It's way too hot. It, it is hot. We had to turn off the fan for the audio, so it kind of sucks. I know, I thought, <laughs> I thought I had all that figured out, but I have to work on that. Oh, oh anyway, no. That's how it is when you live in a desert. Yeah. So... But on to do you want to talk about Booksmart? Uh, yeah, I don't mind. Because I know you already did your review, but I guess... Kind well, of yeah, a, just a quick, a, a little quick review, and it's just my thoughts, opinion. so... Um, also, if you want to cut me saying this part out or not, I don't know if you want to get into it, but, like, the people's politics and their opinions of it, would you ever want to get into we, that? We can get into that a little bit. I won't go, like, too political or anything with that, but just what I think is why it's getting negative user reviews. But I'll, I'll start off with my own opinion. Um... Growing up, I liked uh, Superbad. I thought it was perfect oh, for me, yeah. and it was good at the time. Uh, but going back to it, I'm sure it's very kind of just surface level and just gross out humor, and just like oh, young adults saying really kind of like messed up stuff at the time. Nowadays, oh, right, that's yeah. pretty standard. <laughs> that's um, true. So I think this is like the natural progression of that. And yeah, a lot of people are going to compare it, whether that's right or wrong. But I think this one does the same thing, but for the current time. And in that yes. it is built built upon that and added some more like uh, substance to it rather than just like stupid jokes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like a good just like uh, what you call that best friends coming of age story kind of thing. Yeah. Going into whole, college like that the whole age. generational thing like every like every generation has this specific movie. Yeah. The, the last night of high school or whatever. And, and I, I know Olivia Wilde, the director her her debut, which is a really good debut, actually. Yes. Um. She was inspired by like movies like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which yeah. that was the same movie of that time, yeah. sort of. Um, I can't remember the other one. She, she, yeah, she said another one. I, damn, I don't remember what it was, but and it, I, honestly, I was a little taken aback. But yeah, I, I, I guess just going back to my opinion because I tend to go on rabbit trails. I enjoyed it. I thought it was. It made me laugh throughout, but it also felt like it had substance to it. Like it was just trying to actually say something. Like I guess almost a sort of a moral lesson to uh, oh. people that are at that age. Yeah. And I guess I don't I don't know if I want to say it because I don't want to spoil it. I, I don't think it would spoil it, but it it's just these characters they actually learn something along the way oh. about themselves and other people. I think what you mean. I actually straight up say it in my review, but I think. Yeah. Well, right. I I will keep that in your review, I guess, because uh, I think you and I have the same opinion, anyways. Pretty but, much, yeah. Um. How did you do your score? You do you do it out of one out of like a number or something like that? It's like what technically you know uh, t- out of ten the whole the star thing. Yeah. Okay. But ultimately, like whatever out of ten. Uh yeah. Well, did- I would say yeah. Like this for me was four out of five stars. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's probably appropriate in mine because I like letter scores and I would give this one probably like a B. And yeah, that would make sense. If you try to translate that to a number, which I don't want it to be, I want it to be more vague, but right, yeah. a B is about 80%, and that's what you kind of gave it. So I think you and I are pretty much on the same page in that one. If I could remember what... Anyway, go on. And then, okay, do you want to talk about the, the user response to it? Uh, <laughs> sure. Basically, people saying it's just 
progressive liberal trash. <laughs> yeah, and I and I expected that a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't see it that way because it, it opens up and one of the main characters she's just a staunch feminist, right? Yeah, but it never to me it never like just hit you over the head with that that's hers and she's very much like i am like this and she's just very like idealistic and stuff and i'm an jaded old white yeah. asshole um did you say old yeah i'm getting there i'm right on the precipice of being old man don't, don't say that because you're younger than me <laughs> about to fucking have a breakdown again on, on a podcast again probably um, just don't remind me how old things are and I'll be okay. I think that's why a lot of people are responding negatively to it because there's a lot of progressive liberal themes throughout, but I never, I never see it as like telling you what to do. I get yeah. when you go into a movie and if it has a different political, like, uh, I guess position than you, that is going to affect your, your, uh, your opinion of it. Right. Like if, if you and I went and saw a movie and it was like, I don't know. What if it was like an extreme, like fascist, like Nazi kind of movie, but it was well made. What would you think of it? <laughs> this is going to an that, extreme. That's a good kind question. Of um, it, like it's a well-made movie. It has like great characters, but they're literal Nazis or something like that. And um, it's like, yeah, that is going to affect your opinion. So I get it. I completely disagree with opinions on this movie. Cause I think they're yeah. very vapid and just kind of uh, reactionary. But I get if it doesn't line up with your beliefs, you're not gonna. Well, like didn't it. you Even also it, point out like it literally begins the way it starts is like the stuff like around her room and it's like feminism and you know um, yeah I can't remember everything else but, but yeah I think a lot of people take that as hitting it over your head but I'm like no this is to establish what this character yeah, is yeah that, that's really all it is she's very by the books this is how I get stuff done mm-hmm. fuck you. And yeah. it's literally like it starts off with, and you don't have to agree with the protagonist of a movie. Sure, one hundred percent. I mean, we have antiheroes that are complete exactly. assholes, and we still like them because yeah. they're charming in some way. Yeah, but it, it's kind of to help actually set up that character. She's very much in her ways, but along the way, she learns that she shouldn't be so yeah. straightforward, and that's kind of a point of the movie. Is right, yeah. Such a a stubborn character. Opinions aside, doesn't matter. She needs to kind of be more malleable and that I feel like that's what the movie is kind of about is these characters have to they're set in their ways and they need to kind of come across a situation where it doesn't work that way yeah but yeah throughout it there's just progressive themes in general like you know there's gay characters there's uh non-gendered bathrooms <laughs> so <laughs> yeah that's one thing I'm curious about like is that a thing now like especially like in high school I don't know this might be kind of more of a fantasy like uh, we wish it was this way kind of thing which yeah you know. I was really confused at first like I, I thought she just like oh I just decided I wanted to use men's restrooms because that's my thing to do then I was like wait no this is like a gender gender neutral bathroom I wonder if schools actually have to deal with that of like uh we can't really say no <laughs> like I think it's yeah I do feel bad for the schools because it's like you kind of lose either way. Yeah. Because then parents come in like, well, oh, so the, a guy can just go in the girl's bathroom? Stuff like that. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because it's like, I would say, oh, maybe that's just because we don't live in that area. Like, we live in California. If, if they were going to do that, yeah. it's going to be here first. Yeah. So. Well, pro- probably more Washington, Oregon, but <laughs> I get your point. Yeah, I guess I, so. I, if you had to go, yeah, what, whatever. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's real life politics. Yeah, but. you forget California is actually more conservative than you think. I forget about that sometimes. Like, if you got rid of L.A., California would be extremely conservative. Yeah, it's not all just L.A. I mean, right. L.A. slowly grows like a tumor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like a cancerous tumor. Uh, okay. Wait, what are you... Ref- I don't know anymore. Claiming is the tumor? The liberals or the conservatives? I Just L.A. 
Oh, right. No, okay. no, that's, that's actually... No political that, side at all. That's apt. <laughs> that's fine. A combination of both. How about that? <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, if if you have more conservative beliefs, you probably will... Your opinion might be swayed on this movie. And yeah. I get it. I don't agree with probably with your... Uh, probably with most opinions, but... But, like, if you look on the user scores on IMDb, which is just... Probably shouldn't look at IMDb scores anyways. True. Or, I'm sorry, Metacritic, which is a combination Wait, was, of all. Oh, yeah. I think... It, I think it was Metacritic I was looking at. It was like, um, critics gave it like a high number, like 80s to 90s almost. Oh, yeah. Um, and then users gave it a low number. And it's like, yeah, these critics, they're going to be more like liberal progressive based and they're going to like the movie instantly because if it has progressive values, right, yeah. you know, whether right or, or if it's good or not, which kind of muddles, you know, critics. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought it didn't hit my head over with any message. Of course, I agree with a lot of the messages anyway, so yeah. to, to take that into account, I'm going to have a bias towards it. That's just how it is. Um, but I, I, I felt like it. there was no agenda here other than yeah. a very simple moral kind of a theme. Which, honestly, I think it doesn't matter. with the, That exact idea that it doesn't matter where you are on the political spectrum, I think anybody you know, I'm saying, like, it. really simple. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't take one side or the other. It's just like a, yeah, this is how all people should be kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I won't spoil it because I think that's a good mystery in the movie or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you want to know more of your review, click the link below. I don't know whatever. if I... But yeah, I mean, you should watch it anyway. Give me the views, but... Yeah, I'm trying to fucking shamelessly plug your video. I'm just kidding. <laughs> At review. Yeah, reviewdrive.com. But yeah, again, overall, I give it a B. I guess that's all I have to talk about it. We still have a while left. No, I... I know, we can talk about other things. No, no, that's just for the first segment. Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, because he can't see it, but he's got a little timer, so we keep everything kind of, you know, on track. <laughs> he's like, oh, we're, we're, we're about a third way through, all right. I thought you just wanted to hit a minimum of three. No, it goes, it's, when we're in the last ten minute mark, that's like, we, we should end... And this segment within the okay, 10 minutes. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> it's my first time. Be gentle. <laughs> oh, um, what else can we talk about? I guess, it, like, influences on the movie? Because, like, we talked about Superbad, and it's like, I, oh, I, yeah. I want to watch that movie again after seeing this to see how it holds up. Because I, I believe at that time, you didn't have a lot of movies. I, um, I, in the 90s, I think movies got really, like, whitewashed in, like, oh, it's got to be kid friendly and safe oh yeah because before that you had like movies that were you know if they had little kids in it the kids were cussing that's why people like stranger things because the kids say piss and shit and all this stuff yeah because it's an homage to 80s movies and in the 90s we kind of got this like disney clean everything up yeah and then super bad was one of the things was i was in high school at the time i was the age of those characters and to see these characters talking the way my friends actually yeah. talked yeah was like oh this is hilarious this is fun but I think so. That's what its goal was at the time, and it fulfilled it. Yeah. But did that age? It's like I don't know. I don't know if that would apply today. Um, there might be you know quote unquote problematic stuff with the movie in general, because um, it's it's just like two boys, and so I don't I don't know. I would have to go back and watch it. I mean, I, I guess like the major idea is um, the way that if it hasn't aged well, it's because of. Just the idea, even though, like, I mean, this is this is an age. This goes back long time, but the, just the idea that women are are the trophies. A little bit, because like you, they were their their characters are a little bit complex, 
from what I remember. Like, they had issues themselves. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's what it was. Like, if there was a deeper meaning of, like, oh, they were supposed to be trophies, but then when you actually got to them, it's like, oh, no, they're just as messed up as these two guys. So it might have been... That's an interesting it might have been those... way to look at it. That's true. Now, I'm, I might be giving it too much credit. <laughs> it could be, uh, but I, I think there's something there. So, like, yeah, like this, like... Uh, Michael Sarah's character he's like oh I gotta make every- sure everything's perfect I gotta get her this alcoholic drink it's the gold schlager I gotta yeah. do all these things to win her over and then when he gets to her she's drunk and it's like everything kind of falls apart and it's like oh you were creating this ideal version of- so maybe there is more depth to it I'm I'm not sure yeah um and then I but yeah I don't know I don't remember there being too much of a meaning behind that movie Oh yes, um, especially with McLovin's whole thing. Like he doesn't really <laughs> learn anything. He just got. No, with, I guess he not. got with the girl and then got arrested, and he was all cool. <laughs> that was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I think that one was really just to tell a, a fun story. Yeah, yeah, that that's fine. You don't have to have a movie that actually has a moral behind it. Really, I, I think not. Maybe not like trying to say something or anything, but I think the best, the the best stuff was. Um, the cops. The, I think there was some real stuff like um, I can't. Bill Hader. Yeah, and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh, and how they just. What was it exactly? Because they wanted to. They wanted to relive their. They kind of were vicariously living through the 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 boys. Yeah. Because they were just like, ah, oh, you guys are having a good night. We missed those nights. We'll kind of like let you slide on these things and help you out a bit. Yeah, I think there was some more substance with those two characters than the rest of the movie, but. Yeah. But anyway, but we're... Oh, Bill. Bill Haters and Barry. Just bring that up. Barry, oh, that's something Barry's, else we could talk maybe about Maybe talk later. about that later. It's a good show so far. Yeah. I like it. Um, <clears throat> but um, <laughs> but since we're, we were actually here to talk about Booksmart, not uh, super <laughs> hey, bad. man, you brought me on this. You know what you got yourself into. No, um... Fuck, what was it that I wanted to bring up about it? Oh, what did you th- uh, think of um, the one actress? I think she's, um, I, of course I can't think of her name, B- Billy Lord? Billy Lord. Uh, she was the weird one. The the one that was like, she was everywhere. Like every time they went to a new place, she was there. Oh, the one that played Gigi? Gigi, is that the, the character's the name? kind of like really out there. I don't know if she was mentally well, <laughs> kind of character. Right. Yeah, she she the actress is, um, yes, she's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Oh really? And do you know that I I just found this out. She's in all three. Well, I mean, of course, the new Star Wars movie hasn't come out yet, but she's gonna be in it. Uh, she's in all three of the new Star Wars movies. She I didn't know that. I I looked up the pictures. I don't recognize the character. I mean, it looks slightly familiar, but or she looks slightly familiar, but um. Really. Yeah. Billy Catherine. Huh. Actually, I think she was my favorite character in the whole movie. Yeah, do you think she got enough depth to her? Because she was like the crazy comic relief. And then, because well, the, the one rich kid kind of explains her character a little bit at one point. What was his name? Kyle? You don't remember his name? No. Jared. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I guess I, I just it. I love that because he was the guy that everybody was shitting on. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't love that, <laughs> but but it just reminded me of my real life. <laughs> oh yeah, you connected just because of the name. I mean, I'm not a rich kid. I never have been. In fact, it's been quite the opposite. But okay, <laughs> wow, 
All right. <laughs> it's, it's this kind of podcast. Yes. I hate the term podcast, so let's get into by the politics. Um, no. We shouldn't be on a podcast together. <laughs> rabbit holing all over the place. Um, no, it's, it's fine. Her, we have time to... Her character, her character was fun. Because she's just like this, like, just out there, head above the clouds kind of character. Yeah. And she, she's literally everywhere. And the, the movie comments that, like, what? <laughs> How did you yeah. get here? She's like, huh? <laughs> like, no explanation. And yeah. Then, and she literally like, does a little elevator thing and, like, elevators out, you know, or she pretends to be on an elevator, ducks behind something, and she's just gone yeah. again. <laughs> I, I think I really liked her, but she actually reminded me of a character that I wrote. Do you remember um, 20 Minutes to Nowhere? The yeah. story I wrote. She's kind of like, kind of like the character in that that uh, the main character is like infatuated with. Oh, okay. Yeah, just like she kind of shows up like out of nowhere sometimes. A little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In fact, that was kind of the theme of my story. Is like you don't even know if she's real or not. Spoilers. Oh yeah, everybody's <laughs> so waiting for for my short film that I haven't even made yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't probably not gonna get made. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look so sad when I said that. No, it just uh I remember we were trying to do it when we lived in that uh that house. Yeah. But it just required we we were totally not uh competent enough to get that many people together. <laughs> oh no. No. I think we could do it now. Maybe. I think I, I don't know about a lot of that stuff, but I know that I, I think I could take charge more than back then. Yeah. So I remember I would get so excited because we would be like, uh, oh, we're going to work on something. Or Brandon would tell me like, oh, everybody wants to do something Friday night or something. And then Friday would roll around and I'm just waiting. And the next thing I know, I'm going to bed. I'm like, we didn't do anything. And Brandon's like, oh, no, no. With these people, these guys, don't just expect them to do shit. If you want to do something, make them do it. Yeah. <laughs> different conversation for a different day. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it because it's not too complicated. Um. There was a good scene. I've seen some people comment on it before where something happens and then the sound cuts out and then it's just music um, because what's being said and the sound does literally doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. What matters is what's happening. Um, and I guess the music on that part probably is a little bit more uh, manipulative and maybe yeah. just kept it quiet or kept the music really low. But the way I remember it, I don't even remember the music. I just remember what was going on. So yeah. I, I have a little bit of a better opinion of that scene. So it's like a couple things were done well. Like, it's not just like shot, reverse shot type of movie. Oh, yeah. It actually, you know, is a little bit more smarter. It's nothing really complicated. Yeah. But it, at least you can tell, like, it, the shots were thought about. Just like, okay, how are we going to, like, showcase this? Most of it, pretty standard, but there's a couple parts where it's like, yeah, these people care about making this film. I'm trying to remember if, the, if it's this movie I'm thinking of or something else I've seen recently. I just remember that I saw something where I really liked some of the shots. I don't remember if that was this or something else. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. This one, this one had a couple ones. Like, there was one where she's, like, in this... It's probably in the trailer somewhere. She's in the swimming pool swimming by people, and you just see legs yeah, that and stuff. that was actually really cool. And it looks really, like, fantasy-like almost. Like, she's in a completely different world, and that was kind of the point. Right. Spoil what. And I think also in the party scene, don't they have a one like that's pretty long, like she walks through the whole party or something. I can't. Yeah, remember. that's what leads up to like when the the sound cuts out. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, like, um, yeah, she walks around and you're just going around, and then yeah, it happens, and then the just sound cuts out just because to to almost like punctuate that that yeah. shot, um, and that shot makes sense of. It's not just a one take for oh look look what we can do with one take. It's like no, it actually served a purpose, yeah. which a lot of people don't really seem to get. 
like, oh, yeah, my movie's better if I have one takes. No, no. <laughs> the one takes actually have to be mean something. And yeah. you can't sit there and do them all the time. Otherwise, it loses its, uh, its specialness, I guess you could yeah. call it. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, I'm wondering if you could remember what I'm talking about. There's one scene that's done very creatively. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? No. Um, very different. Involves drugs. Oh, I that one was... Uh, I would just yeah. I'll take I would, it or leave it. I was just wondering yeah what your thoughts on <laughs> you were way too vague. <laughs> I would have never got that in a million years. Um, I'd yeah. say the animated scene. Oh, see that that's well, I don't know. It's in the trailer, I guess. <laughs> um, isn't that didn't you actually see this without watching the trailer? Yeah, I'm, I'm finding now I like to go into movies more that way. Oh, I, so I much like better. To, I like to go in completely blind. In fact, I think like we were talking about a movie recently that I wanted to see or something and then like someone started saying something I was, no no seriously don't say anything I, I honestly just want to yeah, go in if it's you're already going to go see it you don't need a trailer yeah, that's the point exactly. of the trailer so yeah I think in fact I did that recently with a movie I, I was like I, I already really want to see this and I was like well let's see oh there's a new trailer and I started it and then I went wait no I already want to see it what's the point of watching the yeah, trailer yeah exactly I think at this point I just kind of want to see posters if it's a good posters, enough poster kind of give me an idea of what's going yeah. on a poster and maybe a brief synopsis, maybe. Yeah. Or hell, just like on a Tuesday, like, yeah, that poster looks cool. I'll go watch that and just right. go in it as blind as possible. But uh, anyway, on the on that scene though, um, I don't know how I feel about it because it almost feels out of place. Like, oh, why sure. was that there? But at the same time, it the way the reason it happens makes sense, you know. So. It doesn't feel like it's forced in or anything. It was just... I'm just pretty neutral on it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I no think I really it. am mostly neutral on that. I, I've seen that, that kind of scene before. Um, and to anybody that's already seen the movies, it's the one with the dolls, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's vague enough to not kind of sh- say what it's about. <laughs> I've seen that scene in a lot of comedies. And so once I, we got to it, I was just like... I'm, this feels unoriginal. Oh, maybe it just it did it so different because honestly, it, is, it, is it just different. when I saw it, I I didn't feel like this was compared to anything else. Like this was like their own. I, yeah, I can't say exactly why, but how this scene is shot in other movies, it's it's like almost a, uh, if we were playing, you know, comedy bingo or something like that. This would be the free spot. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. Because it's like it's it's meant to give a break. It's done usually early on in a movie before things kind of start to kick off really yeah um and it's just a comedic scene in general and so it's like eh I didn't I don't care for it right so that's why I oh okay I remember there was the movie I don't even remember what it's called and it was with The Rock <laughs> it was a long time ago it was like the start of his movie career oh he had the same scene I can remember everything about the movie other than title probably um same kind of setup and punchline and it was just like yeah it was funny at the time, but that right. was like over ten years ago, maybe. Yeah. So that, that's why I don't have as much of a. Yeah. Oh, okay. But but the fact that it was done really well kind of put it back to neutral, so it almost canceled itself out. It's like okay, right, cool. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I'm not happy or mad that this is here. So. Okay. I just feel like the movie could have done without that. Yeah. So do you think that you? Don't have anything else. Yeah, in the movie. I think I'm tapped out. Once I got to that scene, talking about that scene, I think I'm ta- I'm done with it. Okay. Overall, I overall enjoyed it, but yeah. All right. Well, then uh, three times now. We're gonna go ahead and take a very short break. We'll be right back.
Okay, so I just saw for the very first time Predator. And I wanted to talk about that. Uh, which Predator? The, the, the first one. Okay. With, uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> What's the newest one? The Predator? Or Predators? There's Predators. I think there's The Predator. Like, they keep doing it. Like, they keep remaking it. I think... I, I, I get why movies do that nowadays and some games. It's to make it seem like we don't want to put a number four on this because we don't want people to go, oh, I didn't see one through three. It's to almost soft reboot. Be like, okay, you don't have to see the other movies to watch this movie. Right. So I yeah. get why they do that. They do it four freaking times in the Fast and the Furious movies, and that's why nobody knows what the order is. Oh, do, oh, they're technically all soft reboots. Well, there was one that tried to do a soft reboot, but then they just left off the number sort of, oh, so okay. that way you didn't have to see the other ones because it's the Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, which I love that title yeah. for all the wrong reasons. Um, they try to get away from it, doing it a, a standalone uh, Tokyo or Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And then when they were like, okay, let's try to sort of reboot it, I think that's when they came out with Fast and Furious. They just okay. drop off those. Um, and then the fifth one is Fast Five. Um, I don't remember what Fast and Furious 6 is called. I think it's maybe it's Fast and Furious 6. It, no, I think there's like Fast Five, Furious 6. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, Fast Five, Furious 6. What? What's the seventh one? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. I Okay, Google. What's the title of the sixth Fast and Furious movie? No, oh, it didn't say. Fast and Furious 6. Oh, okay. Also known as Fast 6, 6 Furious, or Furious 6. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, no, what? I was looking for seven. <laughs> Whatever. And then the eighth one is Fate of the Furious because it's F8. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's when they're totally fully self-aware, right? <laughs> Probably. I, I, I mean, I think they've been a certain amount of self-aware for a while now, but... Yeah, because I kind of want to go back and watch them for just the self-aware, cheesy yeah. action. Um, what were we talking about? How did I get that? Predator. Oh, Predator. Oh, yeah. So you just watched Predator for the first time. Yes. What'd you think of it? It was alright. Okay. I I know it's uh it's somewhat controversial of me, but I didn't care for it. I I wonder if it was a product of the time, and if you go in knowing that at that time it was all cheesy action movies with like you know like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. like big muscles one liners because that's how the movie starts. It's like two years after Commando. Yeah, and I think the the poster is almost exactly like Commando or something like that. Oh, is it? It, it's in the same style of that genre okay, yeah. of movies. And so it was kind of to trick people to go in seeing it, think it's like that, but then it slowly turns into a slasher flick. Right, yeah. Which and a lot like, of people don't really realize that that is kind of... That, that, that's why I got interested. Because when I was younger, I had no interest. Because I don't, I don't like 80s action. It's mm-hmm. just not my thing. So I never really had any interest in seeing it. And then I think it was you that said, what, what's the term? Uh, backdoor slasher? I, I saw some other people talking about it. I don't know what... It, I guess it's called a backdoor. That doesn't sound okay. But I guess it's called that. Um, or like a, I would call it like a stealth slasher. Uh, that's alliteration. It's probably stupid. But though the, the beginning is... Oh yeah, anyway. So that that's why I decided I did want to see it. Except that intrigued me. That the way that... The the beginning is kind of a... Um, what's that term? Um, it's it's literally like they took all of the budget... All the budget of an, of an action movie and put it into that beginning part, 
and then let it slowly strip away into something else. Yeah, but yeah, you would call it like a deconstruction, right? Of oh, like 80s action. Yeah. Like, almost quite literally because it deconstructs as the movie goes along. Yeah. Not just like the typical like, oh, let's deconstruct it and see where how it goes. Right. It's literally the movie does that along the way. Slowly stripping out each element of a cheesy action yeah. movie as it goes. So, like, funny enough for me, it's like the movie kind of sort of gets better as it goes for me. That's the kind of, Though, yeah. it still, I guess, just wasn't enough. Even though I enjoyed the last third, it wasn't enough to make me go, oh, yeah, I really like this movie. Yeah. But, uh, and the deconstruction made me interested because I was like, since I don't really care for 80s action, I'd like to see somebody kind of rip it apart. But the thing is, deconstruction is kind of done in a loving way. That's why I love Scream. It's one of my favorite movies because okay. I love horror. So yeah, it decons- it, it kind of pokes fun at it at uh, at horror, but in a loving way to say, yeah, we still love it. Yeah. It's just so that's why I didn't really care for Predator because it was still an eighties action movie. Just that's that's what I like about it though, because in the beginning it is so cheesy and stupid. And is it done in a loving way, or is it to show like that's not how you make a movie? This is how you make a movie. I, I don't know. This is how you make it an action movie. Seems like it was. Because all that action is is cool and funny, but yeah. you have no emotion there. Yeah. But as soon as it gets down to just the guys running slash fighting the predator, it slows down. It becomes yeah. more emotional and more has more weight. So all that action in the beginning had no weight, but just him waiting for the predator to try to find him yeah. has so much more weight than any of the other bullets that were shot in the beginning. Right. Yeah. And in this one, it's just like it's just you know beast versus beast because. Arnold has to get rid of his guns. He has to get rid of everything and just become just a primal thing to fight this monster. Yeah. Because even though he, the Predator is so technically advanced, it's still a monster at the end of the day, it seems like. How do how do most people react to one-liners? Do they do they go, oh my god, what a badass, or do they laugh? I think at the time it was more of a badass. Now it is, I think, just generally accepted. It's like, oh, this is so cheesy. Because like when I was watching this... The, I think there's like two like there's like two one-liners yeah there's not too many <laughs> and both of them I had no feeling of god Arnold's such a badass I just laughed and went oh that's so fucking stupid you know and yeah like like the one I didn't even get at first it actually it took me a few days to get it when he says stick around oh. I, I went what does that have to do with the knife I don't get it well duh, because he's kind of like impaled into the he's pose sti- he's sticking him too he's sticking yeah. around like I okay I get it but I don't I don't remember what the other one was but, um, whereas it's like, to me, this was, even though it was deconstructing, it was still like kind of taking it seriously. Whereas like, I still want to see Commando because it goes so far, it gets to be absurd. And that's why I want to see that. That's the point of the movie, right? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's on accident or if that is what they're doing. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. But some of those one-liners are great. I, I love, <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't actually seen it, but I know the big, the big ones. Like I lied and. You know, there's there's some great ones. Oh, I I let oh, him yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. Um. But Predator. Um. It was. It was still the the first what two thirds was still an eighties action movie. You know, the whole part uh when they're what is it when they're kind of like they're doing the battle or whatever and they're uh they're trying to free the uh, the hostages or whatever. That whole scene to me was just boring. I just. Yeah, I wonder if it's just because it's been done so much and it, it made more sense back then, and it maybe it was more of the director going like, "Yeah, I you know I can appreciate action movies, but at the end of the day, at the end of the movie, there's no weight to it. Seems like yeah. so I'm gonna add the weight by changing the genre. Right. So I wonder if it was literally that that was the thinking because there is more weight when he's like it's just one v one basically. Yeah. Do you do you know anything? Uh, this is some trivia I just learned. Do you know anything about 
how this movie came to be? Uh, n- no. Um, so at this time, um, uh, fuck, not Rambo. What's the other John Stallone series that everybody loves? Um, John Rocky. S- John Stallone? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. There's a John Stallone, isn't there? It doesn't even, anyway, it doesn't matter. Are you talking about that B-movie thing that you see on, like, there is a, there is a, a different Stallone. <laughs> Like, he's a B-movie actor. You see him in a couple things, but that's it. Oh, I don't know. I was just thinking, because he has a brother that, like, <laughs> teaches people how to make filmmaking, doesn't he? I don't know. <laughs> you, I don't know. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> yeah, the guy that John works for. That's John Travolta's son. Oh, that's John. Oh, that's a Travolta. <laughs> I thought it was a Stallone. You're looking he at does, me like I'm the stupid I one. Know, I know Stallone has a brother that's that, that, that acts. All okay. Right? Oh, okay. Anyway, Sylvester Stallone. Jesus. Uh, we got off topic. What was... Uh, Rocky. So, essentially, it, every Rocky movie, like, elevates, like, the one before it, right? And the last one before this uh, was uh, Rocky fights the Russians, essentially. So, like, where do we go from here? How do we get any bigger? <laughs> so, the joke was Rocky fights an alien. Well, some guy went, fuck it, I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna write that script. So he, he kind of writes about a big buff guy fighting an alien. And then uh, some producer got a hold of it, and he's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely making this. Uh, and sorry, I'm not getting any of this, these specifics. I don't really care. Um, but <laughs> someone else <laughs> uh, got involved with the writing, and uh, he kind of wanted to do, like, um, King Kong. So, like, a bunch of guys going to a jungle to find something to fight. And then they find that it's oh. huge and too big for them, so they end up running away from it. So you get kind of a combination of Rocky versus an alien and King Kong. Okay. So a bunch of guys go into a jungle uh, and then come across something deadly and then are running away from it, essentially. Okay. So that's kind of like how that was made. So with that, you can see how there's so much... Uh, decon- like how... Um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> So you, you, I, I can see how the director takes that information and goes, okay, I need to make something cheesy that these these guys, these higher-ups have seen a lot and what they want. Okay, here's the setting that they're giving me. How do I actually make that? Because i got to do it like how they want at first. Right. And how do I make it into what I want it to be? Oh, I'll do this. Yeah. So, okay, cool. That, that makes it – because it's like how do you come up with that idea? Yeah. You know? Um, like because if you don't have much inspiration before that, how do you just come up – because I don't know if it, this was inspired by anything else. And it's like, how do you just come up with that? Well, he was giving parameters, and he just worked with those parameters. Yeah. And so that actually makes that make a lot more sense. Okay. That that makes sense to me. <laughs> like, you always kind of want to know the origins. Like, oh, he just started writing on page one. It's like, no, that's usually not how ideas come around. Right, You yeah. usually have, like, okay, here's the general ideas. Now here's an outline. Now here's a treatment. Now here's a script kind of thing. Yeah. Um, interesting. Because I, I, I've talked to people before. It's like, no, no, you can't have these ideas. It's like... Well, yeah, we, we need to have these ideas and start refining it and go, okay, get rid of this part, get rid of this right, part. Right, yeah. It's like you brainstorm, have fun at first, but then start to get serious and you have this raw material almost essentially take out the impurities and start to refine it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's good for people to know, like, yeah, that's okay. Just right. have this huge idea. But no, you got to start boiling it down. Because, yeah, if you, if you try to make a movie that's everything, what was that <laughs> movie, movie 42? Never saw it. I never saw it, but... But isn't that what it's supposed to be? It's like a bunch of different movies combined in one. Is something I've... Ep- okay, ones I've seen. Epic movie. Um, 
Meet the Spartans. Oh, right, right. They're yeah. literally taking one idea from a movie and then incorporating all these is jokes from all other movies. Movie 42 is? It's like all those movies, but even combined? Like, I'm guessing. I don't want to see it. Everything I've seen about it. it I've I, literally I suppressed every bit of information from that movie. <laughs> I know I've learned about it, but my brain went no and just denied it because it was not important. It was taking a bandwidth in my brain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the biggest part of making any sort of art, right? Is you got to learn how to cut. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, just so people know, I love the Metal Gear Solid series. And I think it has oh, great yeah. ideas and great cinematic ideas because he was inspired by movies. But Jesus, he needed an editor to help boil it down so it was more yeah. coherent. Yeah. Because you can have a great movie and people go, I see what you're getting at. You have great ideas. But oh my God, this is everywhere. Yeah, and that's what the Metal Gear Solid series is turned into great ideas that are just kind of like spread kind of thin with meaty chunks everywhere Yeah, and it's like in movies yeah do that but go okay we get rid of this section get rid of this and start to refine not refine it but consolidate it and just make yeah. it yeah you I, need to be more, more coherent than how I'm being right now I think I, I'm, I'm gonna yeah I, I'm gonna get the this this wrong but there's a quote or something it's, it's something like um the writing is in the rewriting or something like that okay uh, whereas the, yeah that's the idea is like because I've always I've, I've always been into writing I've always wanted to be a writer and uh, I failed um <laughs> okay <laughs> no. be proud <laughs> No, Go on. Um, so the idea is you want to put as much information on the page at first, but the real art, the real creativity comes into cutting and deleting. That's where everything comes yeah. into play. I mean, you can, like, it, uh, I'm assuming people are watching this on YouTube. If you have other YouTubers you watch, a lot of times what they've done is edited that down. Yeah. Um, a lot of people can just run off the mouth and it's great, but even take those people and put them into something else that's more controlled and you're going to edit out a lot. Yeah. And the comedy can come from the editing. The timing of a movie, of a let's play, of anything I mean, comes down to, yeah, editing and timing, essentially. Yeah, I mean, like in filmmaking, the editing, what, editing saved Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, his wife at the time, I can't remember her name, which is kind of shows you how yep. the business goes. <laughs> um, the movie sucked. People hated it. And she literally put stuff out of order because like, no, no, we need to put this over here. Yeah. Shorten this and made it more coherent and like, okay, this flows now. Before yeah. it kind of was just like, it, you know, it had blockages. It would just kind of stop and like, oh, what's going on? What? What? Right, yeah. And she literally just like, okay, let's streamline it. Take this part out. And some of it was literally like, okay, let's put this scene behind this scene. Oh, that makes more, more much more sense. I can follow the, the chain of events. Yeah. And she's like literally took a bit of a scene and reversed a door. Instead of them coming out of the door, they go into the door to hide from... Trooper, stormtroopers. Yeah, like even small stuff like that made it seem more intense. Oh, the stormtroopers are going after them, and all yeah. this stuff. And yeah, editing. You can have the most, the best shot movie with the best acting, and you suck at editing. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be bad. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Dead air. What? What? I don't know what you You'll said. You'll hear it in editing. It, no. What? I'm not editing this. <laughs> no, this, this is live we're, we're just we're just recording this and I'm putting it out there. There's no oh. need for that shit. <laughs> Way to not do what you're preaching. Um But yeah, uh so Predator. Why did we get in on Just the editing oh. and like how 
something can start off as so much went into it yeah yeah. and like editing can also mean like you know editing on set like okay we got to get rid of this yeah like it doesn't have to always be post it can be at the time of like yeah you know what let's shoot this instead because i think this will work better it's you know literally changing things yeah and, and like getting rid of stuff you don't need because it's like okay we don't have the time to do that and it I can already kind of tell in my head it's going to, on a timeline, although they didn't have timelines at the time. Uh, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, it was actually physical. Uh, I know this is not going to go anywhere, so maybe I'll edit it now. And there's certain movies that are good movies that they're rewriting the script on set. Yeah. Now, yeah. sometimes when that happens, that's usually not a good sign because there's not usually thought. Yeah. Depends on the movie. If the movie Depends like a, on the director. If it's yeah. a big budget superhero movie and you're sitting there rewriting on set... Things yeah. are going to get fucked up yeah. because it's so many mechanical pieces coming together. But something that's a smaller, more director-driven, a vision kind of thing might work a lot better. Yeah. Especially if they're able to do it in sequence so like or in chronological order if you're able to shoot a movie like that because it just makes it simpler. You don't have to sit there and go back and forth. Oh, we missed this, pot, this part of the movie. You know, have a little plot hole, but I guess those don't matter. And, um, yeah, no, don't, don't bring that up. <laughs> Plot holes. Fuck nope. that guy. <laughs> All right, I'll just go straight there. Okay, let's go on. Let's move on. Don't worry, he's not going to hear this. Oh, I don't care. No, I mean, anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I've seen some behind the scenes and like how the Predator used to look. And the, this movie could have turned out really horrible, too. It shows oh, yeah. how a couple decisions really can save something. Yeah. You know, a couple decisions in Star Wars saved it. Made a huge freaking franchise from it. Right, yeah. I mean, like, that's how Disney's making a lot of money right now, other than Marvel stuff. Yeah. Um, now, I do want to point out that just because I don't care for it doesn't mean I think it's bad. Oh, no, sure. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I know a lot of people see that, but... Yeah, I, it just it's just not for me is all like it's, especially it's subjective. It's all subjective. It's fine. Like I would like if if that was the case, I would be telling a very very large portion of people that they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I I do believe that about certain things. Let's <laughs> not get into it. Um. God. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go to break. <laughs> And we're back, I guess. Um, wow. <laughs> wow, you really lost all your enthusiasm about two-thirds into this podcast. Great job, Jared. Uh, three, uh, two, half For up. those of you that are still sticking around, this is what you get just to depress Jared. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> talking too much. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to get into, like, um, movie news? Sure. I mean, since Wait. we already we already up opened the floodgates for possible... Pl- politics right so do you want to talk about georgia georgia oh geez i was like what movie is coming out of georgia <laughs> well i what? think it's mostly tv but oh you, you're literally talking about like the stuff that oh the stuff that's leaving there yeah oh yeah no i thought they were I thought, oh, oh they're leaving georgia too georgia's like, like comp- the main, main one isn't it uh i thought it was alabama Bam. No, it's the one I know of is Georgia. If it's Georgia, yeah, they're gonna lose a lot of TV shows. Then. Yeah, like, um, who is it that's uh, already claimed? Like, no, we're we're walking. If this uh, the Walking Dead, <laughs> well, Walking Dead is over, isn't it? Is that still going? It's still going, and they also have like 
I think they still have Fear the Walking Dead. I don't know. I really don't keep up with that show because it's just. I think I stopped like mid season three. I was just like, okay, I'm done. Season one was great. Uh, a lot of people bagged on season two at the time, and I liked it at the time. But going back, it's like, yeah, there's there's not much there. There was some cool character building, but it yeah, it it's budget showed like the the slash and the budget really showed. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wait, I don't know why I'm saying that. I never, I, I, didn't, I haven't watched past <laughs> yes, episode yes, one. Yes, go on. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, like, that, like, in real-world events, like, if these companies are like, well, you know, we can't, we don't really agree with this, so we're just going to, you know, go to a different state, that state might go, uh, we need these businesses, because our, our main export of uh, America is movies to, like, yeah. China and stuff. Yeah. And so it's actually really like, okay, no, movies are important for income. Yeah. And if we lose all these jobs, our economy could crash pretty hard yeah so yeah we might have to yeah i've i've heard georgia like that's actually where a large portion comes from now is movies and tv yeah especially atlanta was that oh atlanta yeah but did walking dead start that kind of or was it so i think that was the first one i heard of yeah i I was i was talking about the, the the town atlanta but there's the show atlanta that takes place there too yeah yeah because it's like it's like you had a bunch of stuff about LA because you already had people in LA. You can have you can shoot yeah. on the street. If you have all these stars coming in through Atlanta, you might as well make a show about Atlanta, Georgia, and that's what. Yeah. Um, oh, what I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Childish Gambino. Yeah. Childish Gambino. That's his okay. Name. I'll call him. No, that. what is his name? Um, but like, yeah, because he's a part of Atlanta, and so I'm sure he helped get people to watch the show because he, yeah. you know, name recognition and stuff like that, and he just he's a funny and good actor. Yeah, and I wonder if Spider-Man was probably shot there. I'm trying to look bit. up like who who it is. No, I'm probably more New York. That, that's boycotting it, and I keep finding Jennifer Aniston. I didn't even know she was relevant right now. Oh, jeez! Wow, really? The bag on Jennifer? Aniston? I'm not trying to bag. I just I didn't know that. It just that's all I'm seeing is Jennifer Aniston wants to boycott. Like, all right, but who? Like, who else? There's uh, Spike Lee. Um, what's uh, who was on Arrest Development? The main guy. The, oh. Jason? Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Apparently he's doing something really big and he was doing it in Georgia. Now he's like, nope, we're pulling. Yeah. Like, and I know a lot of people are getting mad about that. About Oh, it's politics. Like, well, these are private companies, private people. They can... Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, Hollywood's influence. is like, yeah. It's the major industry. So for good and bad, that's... I don't know what else we're exporting. And some goods, maybe, but maybe car- right. some cars, but I don't think people like American-made cars. And uh, They used to. I mean, we are... It's all just, like, muscle cars and stuff, so... Um, yeah, so that could really, like... Either you'll get a change in these, these shows, like, majorly, because they have to go to a different area, different talent, all that, or you'll have these cities start to, like, really get hit hard because all of a sudden this major income is gone. Yeah. All right, what, what else is... <laughs> Is big in uh, movie news right now. Well, we have eras kind of ending, you know. Avengers, that's that's closed up. It's gonna be something new going forward. Star Wars is gonna end at the end of the year. They're gonna they're obviously gonna make new sagas, but right. That's supposed to be the end of not only this saga but the original trilogy because it led into this. Yeah. Four, five, six, yeah, seven, eight, nine are kind of all one package, two parts to one package. Um. And so after that, you, you'll get something completely new. I don't know if they'll bring characters back. They probably will a little bit, like little cameos or Ray will, you know, be somewhat of a part. But in general, they're just, they're going to take a break. 
because there is fatigue. There's major fatigue right now. Yeah. Um, that's why people didn't see some of the Star Wars movie. Like Solo, I was like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. But nobody really saw that because yeah. it was literally like they were trying to put a Star Wars movie out every year. You'd yeah. have a major one and a little side story and people went, no, we can't do that. Because yeah. people, they can only go to the movies so many times, you know, especially like families. It's like, oh, well, I got to spend like 50 bucks, you know, for, you know, the parents and the kids. And then I got to buy, you know, all this like food and stuff. It's like, you know, not a lot of people can afford that. So they can only see a certain amount of movies and just oh, right. like, because you and I work at Target, <laughs> just yeah. so people know, having Target just branded with Star Wars, oh, having God. Star Wars everywhere even people that love Star Wars, you're gonna get sick it, of it at one point. Well, especially if you work there, it's <laughs> it's a fucking holiday. It's its own holiday. Like you yeah, know when there's a new a... Star Star Wars movie coming out because they actually get the seasonal section. It's it's a two day holiday. Yeah. Uh, May the fourth and Revenge of the Fifth. Well, Revenge of the Fifth is not as much, I mean, but it is, still trails off from the fourth. But that's not like the holiday season at like Target. Like they're they're the, oh, that's they, a whole week, right? Yeah, and it's not around that time because it's around. It's like what right before the movie comes out. It does. It seems like it's died down. It's. I remember for the first yeah. few movies, it was it was, it was huge. Insane. Like it you, would, it, like the target or the stores would get like brandy on the front doors of it. Yeah, and it would get the whole, like the whole seasonal section. But now it seems like it doesn't really. It just takes a little part of the toy section now, so yeah. it's not as obnoxious. I, as I it was. think it's, that's literally uh, the comp or Disney saying, "No, let's dial it back a bit because we yeah. kind of overdid it." And it's like, yeah, people love no matter what you love. If you're bombarded with it, you're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't love this as much." Okay, and so that's why people didn't see Solo. So like, they're gonna really chill out on that. They're probably gonna chill out on Marvel a little bit because yeah, some of the movies like. Uh, Captain Marvel and Ant-Man didn't really get all that great of like a reception. Yeah. And so they're like, uh, which is fair if you're releasing like, yeah, what, three movies a year, <laughs> people get a little sick of it. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, oh, well, sure. Well, you know, I'll try to catch up on these movies, but I'm definitely going to see Avengers because that makes sense. You're going to see the big one. What do we have coming right now? Just Spider-Man? Just far from home at the the end of the year, really, and then Star Wars and in this, December. But there's nothing else announced as of right now for Marvel movies. I think they I think they already have their plan, but it's mostly just like, oh, well, these are the sequels, like Captain Marvel two, Doctor Strange two. Okay, Guardians so, three are is definitely going to come out because they got Thor in it, and so. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So technically, there's stuff in the works, but we don't have any trailers or. I think they literally said that there's going to be a bit of a break. Yeah. It's all the same company. It's all Disney. And so I think their main plan over everything is to, like, let's create some scarcity. I'm wondering if they have something planned in Far From Home that's going to kind of, like, Lead be in. revealing. Because they've already Pro- said that's not the beginning of Phase 4. It's the end of Phase 3. So There's going to be a hook. I can almost guarantee yeah. it. Like, uh, I wonder if, if Endgame was kind of a test. Like, no hook on Endgame, which to me makes sense. That's It's supposed to be an end. Yeah. yeah. But from a business standpoint kind of like how Nintendo purposely constrained supply are they trying to do that with looking at um, the post credit scene is that kind of its own product like okay let's let's not give it to them on Endgame now yeah. okay this is kind of conspiracy tinfoil yeah. stuff a little bit but I can probably guarantee they're going to put one on the end of Far From Home and then just radio silence and yeah. people are going to because that's how Breaking Bad got popular oh, I don't yeah. know if you remember that they went on um, half season hiatus oh and they did it for like a year or two and all like 
if you look at the numbers of like um you can probably That's you know probably look this why up later. I stopped watching. Um in the first couple seasons it was like 2. Point something million when you when they came back since everybody was talking about how great oh where's where's Breaking Bad? Where is it at? Yeah. That next show was 5 to 6 million people. Yeah. So it doubled cuz people were like, "Oh, well, everybody's talking about it. Let me go back and watch the back catalog." Yeah. So I wonder if they they're going to look at that and be like, "Oh, let's create a void." And people are going to talk about it. Where's Avengers? Where's yeah. the new Marvel movie? You just can't make all of it sudden, too long. And then all of a sudden slam them with yeah. a couple movies or a couple trailers. And yeah. just like overdo it to like, oh my God. And create such a hype on the internet that you can't yeah. find anything else. I wonder if that's going to be their, their game plan. Yeah, it seems like they know. Yeah, because that is like when you look at Star Wars, you look at Marvel. It's like they know how to bring something into popularity. But even though Marvel's done a pretty good job, a lot of times they don't know how to keep it going. I I, I think you can't really. Yeah. Because then you, you're trying to capitalize on like, okay, let's get these actors going. Because, you know, the contracts eventually run out, so we have to get all this yeah. this story out of the way. We got to, you know, keep up like, okay, we got to make a movie every six months. One needs to come out because we got to hit, you know, satisfy like uh, stockholders, all that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, business side jazz. Um. And I think it's kind of like how it's built. Like, you can't really keep it sustained. So they might just try to do cycles of, like, you get too much and everybody gets, kind of starts to fade out. And like, okay, and restrain it and go back and then see, try yeah. to see if they can ride those waves and stuff. Right. Maybe, like, sell some toys in between. Because people are like, where's, like, that's how Star Wars got really popular, how the, the toys got popular. was because at that time you only saw it in the theater and then it was just gone. So people bought the toys and kind of tried to, I, I've heard of people when they were kids at that time. Um, kind of older now they would try to recreate the scenes with the toys it's like you were so starved for Star Wars you went out and bought the toys because that's all you could do yeah and then you know create that hype and then that you know the number five the second one um, you come that out and it huge blows the hell up right yeah <laughs> so that's probably what they're gonna do it, it's like basic like business right restrict yeah. supply create demand I, I think or economics, at yeah. least Disney as a whole um which still, when I think about how much they own now, it fucking pisses me off. But they're they're starting to get the hang of it, especially with the whole Star Wars burnout. Yeah. And now with the the Marvel, they could tell. Uh, I I think they're going to be cautious with Marvel. I th- yeah. I think they're going to get better. And again, but at the same time, I'm not excited about that <laughs> because yeah. I get tired of hype culture. Um, I I wonder if they'll keep using that. Like they use Star Wars as like the carry, canary in the coal mine kind of thing to protect. Marvel stuff. Oh, that's when they see fatigue on Star Wars, and they go, "Okay, there's gonna be fatigue on Marvel, so let's let's chill back a little bit." Yeah, chill back. Whatever. You, you think um, for Phase Four? Do you think they're gonna bring in the X Men? Yes, I heard that there is something on Dark Phoenix that sort of ties it together. Oh, really? But because the X Men have already established that there's multiple timelines, they can get rid of those cast members and create that's new true. ones and I, I and it's still somehow part of the canon. I think they're going to do that and I think they should which is a little mean but <laughs> yeah and I also get it because it's like you know some of those actors like James McAvoy and stuff have been in that series so long it's going to be expensive to put yeah. in another one and that might constrain what they can do so they might I, I wonder if they'll just try to pick different characters like let's let those characters kind of rest for a bit like right. uh, Professor Xavier and stuff like that let's get some of these like X-Men that were kind of like yeah, or in the back burner because those do well. You have some freedom with that, like Guardians of the Galaxy. That was just some offshoot kind of thing. Like, yeah, it yeah. had some popularity, but especially you know how nerd culture is right now. Like, if you do like a, a Superman or a Batman, 
and you do it slightly different, people kind of get upset because they have a preconception of what that character oh, yeah. should be. So if you do a kind of a side character, people don't really know about that character too much oh, or, okay. or at least yeah. not attached to right. it. So you can do something different. So they might do that and then reintroduce the other, you know, the more popular ones later, yeah. but try to like create something a little bit new and have some creative freedom to make like a good movie with, you know, I mean, yeah. Deadpool did it with a uh, negatonic teenage, teenage warhead, warhead. Yeah. and that character is not like that in the comic books at no, all. No, and not at all. Yeah. And so people don't, people don't get care. Like, who is that? Well, I mean, the comic books. Some of them. Do. Yeah. But they, they're not the big portion anymore and that. That's what yeah. makes them mad. So it's, yeah. it's people that go to the movies now. Yeah. And all these kids that have grown up with the movies and not the comics are going to, this is their start of their characters. Yeah. And so, and that's the thing is like, there's kid, there's always going to be more kids than adults unless we hit a plateau with the population. Um, Which we may have started. Anyway, go so on. So yeah, that's going to be a whole thing that, yeah, whatever. We're all going to die. <laughs> um, and so kids are, have always dominated these things. Yes. Oh, I love Pokemon. Why did Ash never age? Because their audience never aged. Yeah. You did, but their audience didn't. And so... I, st- I keep getting older and <laughs> they stay the same age. I have to go. <laughs> God, I hate that line. <laughs> I mean, I get it now that that movie is actually supposed to be satirizing those types of people. But it's like funny when I loved that movie when I was younger and I got older and went, oh my God, that's so creepy. Yeah. God, that's so creepy. But I get it now that the whole point... Anyway, well, <laughs> Days of Confused is probably... a good topic for another episode but. yeah go back to like days of future past <laughs> which i still think is like kind of a stupid title like they were trying to be something different but okay Th- i've never thought about it in my life days of future oh wow that is stupid yeah <laughs> right <laughs> i've never like sat and thought about it um now that one that one was bad i i, I haven't seen any of the soft no I, reboot I i know at least uh comparatively it was good but given the time and let the dust settle, I, I'm sure it's like, eh. Well, it wasn't okay. the one before actually really good? Um, what was it called? First the, Class? First Class. I heard like that was like so good. Uh, the ending, I remember, it kind of like trailed off. But compared to other X-Men movies, it was a lot better. Yeah. Especially the end of, uh, I can't remember what he was called, but the initial run. Like X, X-Men, X2, X-Men 3. So by 3, they started to fade off. And then... X-Men Origins Wolverine was bad. Like, half-finished graphics. Oh, or, um, yeah. CG. Because it got leaked, and I think that's why they released is, it early. Is that... Is is Origins... Is that good? So bad it's good? Or is it just not... Not really. It? Yeah. I think it has its moments. Like, Wolverine... Because, like, there's a, um, a fire escape coming at him, and he has his claws, and he's just cutting away. He's trying to get to Gambit, and it's the most silly, oh. cartoony-looking thing. Is that the one where they fight um, Deadpool? Yeah. It does. It definitely has its moments. I I haven't seen it, but I've but I've seen that part where they fight Deadpool or whatever. I'm yeah. like, this is amazing. I mean, it's ba- It's terrible, but it's. It's like you don't understand the source material. The Merc with the mouth, and you literally showed it, <laughs> sewn his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. I speaking of what? What? Speaking of which? <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Uh, I, I go on and on about how I hate like hype culture and like fanboying and stuff, but I'm gonna go ahead and be a fanboy and say I, I want the next phase Marvel phase to have Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. <laughs> I think you can do it. Yeah, he's rated R, but you can censor him, and that he breaks the fourth wall. That'd be hard, yeah. but you can have him censored. And be like, what? <laughs> but I, I'm a little fatigued to Deadpool. 
At least maybe yeah, maybe maybe I mean, as a I solo could... movie. Because the second one, like, oh yeah, I enjoyed this. It was more of the, the first one, which you feel like the, the first same. one. <laughs> but it was like, okay, I think it's like, I get it kind yeah. of thing. So it, I wonder if he'd do better as like a secondary character. It might, like, throw actually. throw him in every once in a while. Because like, that was the whole point of the first one is the idea like it kind of breaks, oh, I don't want to use that term. I was going to say break new ground. Or, you know, like, break the rules and shit like that. It, it changes, it shakes up the format. Like, that was the whole idea. Yeah, exactly. Shake up the format. But then the second one just continues the same format. It's like, well, then yeah. you just forgot it, what it that had, was the whole It had point some good of. jokes. Like, the cameo of all the X-Men. Like, oh, where are they at? You know? Yeah. And they're literally in a one room and Xavier closes the door. Like, it that had some good references good. to... Yeah. It still did some good references to it the movies themselves. Didn't make sense when you think of the timeline, though. Because wasn't it the... the um, the versions of from um, God, I can't talk. No, it was the I'm it was McAvoy. That's Mac- what I mean, McAvoy. But he's in the seventies or eighties, isn't he? So why is he in present day? No. Uh, 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 or the nineties? No, it, he was, but it slowly was catching up. It's also a comedic. I movie. have seen that joke with. At that time, he you can see him as James McAvoy as he's bald. Yeah. So it's like it is them older whatever like nondescript right but Cause it's like it when was a it, joke there's, <laughs> so I don't know there's the the one where it shows oh, fuck what's his name who plays Magneto in the first class it's a great actor oh my god yeah We're, we gotta turn in our cinema cards uh, anyway he's uh, they show him like in this newest movie with Dark Phoenix which is supposed to be in like the mid 90s or so yeah, that what? yeah and they're like so this is where he looks like in the mid 90s and like seven years later or whatever in uh in the first x-men me ian mckellen is like wow he aged fast yeah so they have to do a different timeline but when does deadpool take place i thought it was in modern times i, I it never says and he I, never he never pulls out like a smartphone i wonder I thought, if they did that on purpose maybe 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 is it, was like it supposed a, to be that timeless thing i do love it when people do that the whole timeless I think it's literally to do timeless. You kind of do that to get around smartphones because those like ease a lot of situations. <laughs> yeah, though they do it in Sabrina. They have yeah. they have they have a smartphone and it they? really messed with my head a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be yeah, it's completely timeless, but they're still driving these '60s cars that should have broke down a long time ago. Well, like in order, in my opinion, in order to do that, you need to go a little absurd with it. Like you, you, you still haven't seen. Um, the double is that what it's called the double with um what's his name and it's directed by what's his name <laughs> oh that one the the kid who plays um of course like, fucking, what's his name the creator facebook what, what's that mark zuckerberg mark zuckerberg who's the actor who played mark zuckerberg mark zuckerberg jesse jesse I, I, eisenberg eisenberg he's in a movie eisenberg Directed by uh, the really, really nerdy guy from the IT crowd. Um, <laughs> you were horrible with names, and so am I. But do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, he plays um, Moss. Moss, yes. He directed a movie called The Double, starring Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, okay. And the girl from Alice in Wonderland. And uh, anyway, it's got this weird, timeless feel where it's like it's got futuristic things. But it also has things from like the way, way past, and it also it's also uh, uh, has no like area it takes place in. Like some people have these thick British accents, and some people have American accents. You're like, where is this? You know? Oh, those ones, yeah, I'm fine. I'd rather yeah. have your full, your actual accent than a fake one that doesn't sound yeah. too good. 
So it's I, like, it's just totally like, it's timeless. You don't know where it takes place. Like it's multiple, like technically it could be a different dimension, you know, like to me, as long as they didn't have the smartphone, I would accept it more. Yeah. Because they had like cassette players and like stuff that's more from the nineties and stuff right. like that. Um, and it's just like, okay, if it's kind of over the place, that's fine. Up to a limit, so I don't want anything in the past, like maybe ten years. What about a brick phone, but with a display? Oh, like literally combined two? Te- I don't know. I don't know. That seems that that makes it seem like you're doing alternate you timeline. You could do it. Like I said, like the whole the double thing. As long if you go absurd with everything, but if every but if it's not everything else isn't absurd, then it it, it sticks out. Oh, I, I think it's just stick away from cell phones. Like I know that sounds weird, but yeah. that's literally like such a personal device and changes so often. I don't remember what it was, but there was a movie. I think it was a horror movie or something, and they just straight up never mentioned cell phones. And then it was it was one of the, I think Evil Dead. Oh yeah, they literally just they don't call to it. Yeah. They don't so have that, like the no service or anything. They just yeah. So then I I don't remember who it was, but there was a reviewer who was talking about it, and he was like. Like yeah, we I didn't have to deal with all the oh there's no signal and waving the phone around. And yeah, it's coming it, up with an excuse. They just straight up did not have cell. It's phones. one of those things out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. you don't even think about it. As soon as you call attention to it, then you think about it. But so I don't think, just don't do it. But yeah. then again, that might only work with the older generation. The younger generation might still in their head go, Where, "Where's their phones? Why don't they pull out their phones?" Oh, like people that yeah, never. Like I still do that when I watch old movies sometimes. Like, uh, oh, really? I'm like, why are you pulling over a payphone? Oh, right. Yeah, this is in the 70s. <laughs> uh, Duel. Definitely go see Duel. That movie's amazing. Anyway. Because <laughs> that's what he does. He pulls over to get a payphone to talk to his wife. And it, it totally puts him in a situation where... It, that's such a good shot because then you see the truck. And you're like, yeah. is the truck going to ram him? And what is it going to do? Like, oh, well, is it before he gets chased? These episodes. We need to just talk about Duel. But anyway. Yeah, okay. I need to rewatch it, though. Yeah, I do too, but I love that movie. Oh yeah, we have a post. I have a poster of it. <laughs> I need to get some frames. Put my posters up. I have a new Good Time poster. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so we're we're going to go ahead uh and take one last break. Uh, what what's coming up? Is there anything coming up that you're excited to see? Movies, TV, anything? Uh, you did tell me about a movie, um, The Lighthouse. Yeah, that might be the only one I'm kind of looking forward to. I'm definitely looking forward to The Lighthouse. Uh, what is it? It's Robert Pattinson. Um, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. There's someone else in it, but I don't remember. Uh, it's black and white and it's like a existential horror as far as I know yeah I don't know too much I think I've already said like to you and Brandon I probably said stuff that's actually might not even be true yeah that's fine I have like I'm, I'm just more hoping that it's kind of uh, Lovecraftian um, I also said simplistic I have no idea if that's the case or not it may just go all out like crazy but yeah I hope they keep it simple because like you can overdo it and then show like tentacle monsters coming at you yeah. which I the feeling that this movie kind of I got from like the just the poster and the description and stuff, I don't think is gonna go that way. Oh, I feel yeah. like Robert Pattinson and uh, William Dafoe are gonna want it are gonna be a part of a project that's gonna be a little bit more art house artsy. <laughs> so it's gonna try to take yes. us yeah a more like a, a slower pace and so build up to something. So it might be really good. Uh, something else that I'm looking forward to a lot is uh, his Dark Materials. 
Uh, it's the new show that's going to be on BBC and HBO. Um, oh, yeah. I'm really – because I loved the, I loved the book series and the movie, The Golden Compass, was just a piece of shit. Yeah. Just a major – I was so sad because, honestly, in my opinion, the third book in the series is the best one. So when I saw The Golden Compass and saw that it sucked and that they weren't going to make any more, I was like, oh, but that's what I want to see is that last – that's yeah. a bit, you know. But I watched the trailer for this, and it looks amazing. Um, I really don't care, but Joker is going to come out. In the oh, year. that's right. That's one I'm really looking forward to. I, because I, 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 I'm just burnt out to the source material. Well, right. but then it's Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And I wonder if it's not even going to be like, yeah, it is Warner Brothers or I'm um, sorry, DC's Joker. But is it like not even that? I, there's <laughs> like there's been like, so many like different rumors and shit that what it's gonna do. Because there was there was a little while where people were like, no, I don't think this is even technically in the DC universe. Like yeah, it's just, just some it's guy. Own, but own thing, when yeah. you watch the trailer and there's the the asylum, what is it? The oh Arkham. Arkham is there. So like okay, it's definitely like yeah. I wonder if they're gonna try to just like oh here's a couple of references. Yeah. But it's it's like a and there's thing. an idea that he's not even the Joker. That he's the inspiration for the real Joker. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff, but but yeah. I'm still excited. But again, because of Walking Phoenix. Yeah. Which is funny because speaking of him, I don't know when this is coming out. I don't even know the, remember the name of the movie, but there's a, he's playing Jesus. <laughs> and I remember I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks great, and I love Walking Phoenix. But are we not done yet with having white dudes play Jesus? <laughs> like Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> um, we, like isn't that something we figured out recently that you know it's what he looks like or looked like yeah but again politics <laughs> you get a lot of upset people I, 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 I'm i like honestly I, I've been away from Christianity for a really long time so I really don't know are people gonna get upset head over heels upset if Jesus isn't white the Midwest yes okay I uh, see I, I I wouldn't know to be absolutely. honest absolutely that's just sad um Okay. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at what's coming out. Uh, Terminator: Dark Fate. Um, Sarah Connor's gonna come oh, back. That's right. I, every time I somebody mentions it, I go, "They've made another Terminator." Oh, and then I'm like, "Oh, that's right. I remember because it it's Sarah Connor." Age I mean, it's um, what's a- her name? A- Age of uh, Nostalgia. Yeah. Wait, what's her name? The Le- actress. Lisa. What? That doesn't sound right. Yeah. No. Wait. The actress who plays Sarah Connor. There we go. Everybody knows what that means. Linda Hamilton. And Linda Hamilton. Okay, you were kind of close. Um, it's just your your lack of names is like rubbing off on me. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Frozen Two. Um, it's gonna come out. Well, I was gonna bring up real quick about that. Uh, God damn it, my mind. I'm just fucked. trying to mess with you. This what was point. the last one? Terminator. Uh, Terminator. I kept wanting to say <laughs> Predator. They're very similar. Uh, well, not yeah. really. No, just a name. Oh. The first Terminator was a slasher fit. Oh, no, I know, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, Both have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But, uh, oh, because, like, the joke that I made was Terminator is essentially... Uh, each, oh, retcon the movie. Each each Terminator. Oh, yeah. Like, every, every one since, like, what, three have all been retcons? No, even three. I mean, I get it, and I can get behind the idea with the whole different timelines. Like, I can that's okay. I don't mind it so much. But at the same time, it like, yeah. I don't well, know. Well, because the main premise is time travel, so. 
yeah. you're going to mess with. But I think even this problem. one is retconning it even further than the others. See, the others, they're like, oh, no, no, this has all happened just in different timelines, whereas this one, I think it's literally saying two, three, four, five never existed. This is literally well, the just... The one with uh, the actress, Amelia Clark. there we go. Yeah. Uh, I think was the first one to do that, like completely erase timelines. Yeah. And like make its own, because it's Sarah Connor, if she went a different direction or yeah, whatever. Or I think it's that the Terminator showed up a lot earlier or something. Um, and, but, um, well, three technically does it a little bit because they, they pushed back the, uh, judgment day. Well, it's like they pushed it back, but it's pushing off the inedible or in- inevitable. Um, right. Inedible. Yeah. <laughs> the inedible. Um, it's like, yeah, judgment day has to happen. Yeah. Whatever you do, we'll just push it back further, but it has to happen kind of thing. Yeah. No fate, but what you make. It's like, no, we're going to get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's why I gave up on it. It's Whoops. just, it's whatever. Um, I was actually excited about that one. Because I like that idea of the whole, like, this is a different timeline. Because it goes back to my whole argument, uh, which I'm going to have to make a video on someday about 12 Monkeys. How some people say it's the whole idea is that time can never be changed. Whereas I disagree, I think it just it changes in small increments every time, and you don't see it as circular. I see it as linear, like. Uh, but like I said, I'll have yeah, to, yeah. I have to get into it with the yeah. whole video. Whereas Terminator, I think, is the kind of the same idea. Every loop, you make small changes. So I was really excited about that, and then I saw the reviews. I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll go ahead and skip it. Okay, I want to bring this up before I forget, but Tom Hanks is now typecast. Do you know what his typecast is? The nice guy? No. Oh. Or like what kind of movie he's always in. Maybe typecast is the wrong way to put it. Oh, wait a second. Uh, Is it um, like, uh, what do you call those? Wait, is it like Disaster Man kind of? No, not that. I could see that, but not that. I'm not sure then. So he played in, uh, was it Captain Phillips? Mm -hmm. He played Sully in, uh, I don't remember what the movie was called, but... He played uh, Walt Disney in Saving Mr. Well, that Mr. was Banks. one of the ideas I had. What, like, just by bio- auto, bio- not auto, just Biopic. Biography Man? But bi- Yep. Because you know what his new one is? What? A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He's playing uh, I, Mr. No, Rogers. I knew, I knew <laughs> yeah. that one, yeah. I, I, I saw that picture. I'm like, is that Tom Hanks? <laughs> I was like, I was just sitting there laughing at myself. Oh, hi, it's Tom Hanks. Oh, no, it's actually Tom Hanks. It's funny because so biography he man. also is Disaster Man. Because you look at... um. Fuck, what's the one with, um, get stranded on an island? Survivor? No, that's the show. <laughs> I think God, Survivor may have been based your on Your bad that. memory just rubs off onto me, because now I'm just like, I don't know anything anymore. Um, and then there's, what, the, the volcano, that's such an old movie, yeah. Joe versus, Joe versus I think that's how he was, but now he's just biography man. Yeah. Oh, what else is... But he's always and will always be Mr. Charismatic. Yeah, he seems like a legitimately nice guy, so I don't yeah. want to bag on him too much. Jumanji. Wait, I'm, what? What's coming out at the end of the year? There's another Jumanji coming out? Yeah, it's already been way in pre-production. I didn't know about this. They started this, pre-production probably like when the other one finished. This is honestly news to me. It's it's untitled. It's untitled Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle sequel. Oh, God. Whatever. The other one was okay. This one will be okay. Then Star Wars, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. 
Uh, do you yeah, have any thoughts else. on Child's Play? No. Like from It'll... from the the voice acting I hear, I think Mark Hamill will do just fine. When I first heard it, I was like, "That's weird." Then I remembered him as the Joker. I'm like, "Yeah, he could probably do it." But oh, the yeah, I like but the voice. look of the movie, I just don't like it. I it doesn't fit to it, me the style. Yeah, it feels like a typical bland horror. Yeah. It's funny because there's something I love that I also hate. Because I always say, when you remake a movie, you should bring it into modern times. But I also hate that. Because that's what it looks like this is. Because it's going for... It's doing... It's trying to use, like... Which I get. It's trying to use new technology. Like, uh, this version of... What is it? Like, the, uh, something Buddy? I don't, I don't remember the name of the doll. Like oh, Chucky's the doll. Buddy doll, yeah. Or Buddy doll? No. Something. I don't remember is what it's called. Just Buddy? Uh, yeah, I think it's just Buddy, but now it's Buddy with an eye to kind oh. of reference iPhones. And it's oh, supposed yeah. to be like he can connect to all your smart devices, and that's supposed to be the premise of the movie is right. he's using everything and against you. Kind that of itself I don't mind either. It's, I mean, bringing it up to time with how we make movies nowadays. Because it's like, the movie itself is from the 80s, right? And we're yeah. in this 80s nostalgia kick. Yeah. And with this 80s nostalgia kick, we're doing the whole groups of kids on their bikes of fighting against a force. I'm like, yeah, but ch- that's not what Child's Play was. Child's Play was just straight up a slasher movie with um, a... Yeah. But in this, they're trying to do that where the kids make, are trying like, to references have to different a gr- genres group and stuff. doing the, the Home Alone traps Stranger and Things. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Stranger <laughs> Things. It worked for Stranger Things because that was the main focus yeah. was like these yeah. little kids going on an adventure. It's like, oh, okay, cool. That's yeah. reminiscent. Little like refer- tiny references here, but yeah, the movie is just a... A Frankenstein of 80s movies. Yeah, it looks like it's just taken on the new mantle of the, the, the new slasher movie <gasps> that Saw kind of started. Dora in the Lost City of Gold. I saw that trailer, and I, I've i never watched Dora. Like that was, I've never <laughs> been around kids at that time period. But I saw that trailer, and I was like, I want to see this. Everybody else was like, this looks awful. It and I was does. like, oh, okay. okay. Okay, I don't know what you saw in it, but I was just like, uh whatever I think I see it now it it but. looks like uh, I've seen a couple like straight to TV Nickelodeon movies like the Wizards of Waverly Waverly Place TV movie oh <laughs> I've yeah seen that it looks like it's just gonna be that it's kids are gonna like it it's gonna be kind of bland couple probably a couple innuendos because movies are starting to get into that again a little bit yeah. it is Nickelodeon so I don't know if they're ready for it but uh, scary stories to tell in the dark speaking of it's just all nostalgia Jared <laughs> Um, oh, look at this. Oh, yeah. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah. I watched... The trailer came on, I think, when I was seeing some movie. Oh, the it's two characters and, from the Fast and, and Furious. And we I was watching the trailer, and I'm like, this feels oddly familiar, but at the same time, something new. And I was like, what's going on? And then when it when it comes up that it's like a technically Fast and Furious franchise, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I'm, and I remember, I forget, because I, I didn't keep up with... Um, the Fast and Furious movies. And I was like, oh, that's right, they became um, heist movies. Yeah. I, f- I forget about that. Technically, it was, it had heists since the beginning, but the, that first movie wasn't a, but that's like the what the, the background story was, but. Yeah, but it wasn't a heist movie. Yeah. Because there's like certain things to be a heist movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like this, it's like about the two cops, or something, I can't remember, from one of the movies. Oh, do you want to talk about Disney like live action slash super realistic CGI movies no. or do you not give a shit? <laughs> uh, well, I was making a joke, but I think I do fall in the in the realm of I don't care. Because Lion King is coming out next month. 
I think. Oh, go on. This, I think the success of that one is going to determine. That's exactly what I was going to say. It was Aladdin and that because Dumbo did kind of bad, so that kind of put a black mark on it. But I think Aladdin did well, right? Because it was showing a lot of screen. It it did well, like monetary, monetary, monetary. That's all I mean right now. Right, and of course that's all you need. Um, But I know it was the kind of critically bashed. I think wasn't it? Uh, From what I've seen, because it's just it's totally like just generic their clothes are all clean like it's got that clean clean Hollywood look like it's uh, yeah I I think they would be a lot better if they they didn't do the shot for shot because it's like they literally because there was the whole there's the whole nostalgia um, era and now they're just going just full force they're like yeah we're gonna go so nostalgia we're literally just gonna remake it like exactly when I found out Beauty and the Beast was shot for shot I was like oh wait I think that one had some new stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, like I, I well, because I think people, that's the the double edged sword is like yeah, you should probably let's do something new. Yeah, some famous or you know familiar characters do something new. But if you do it too new, people get upset. Oh, this is not what I remember from my childhood. Yeah. Um, production budget on Aladdin was one hundred and eighty three million dollars. So you can kind of double that. Get like that plus marketing would be the full thing. It made two hundred forty domestic. And then 375 foreign, so a total of 615. All right. So if you double 183, that's going to be closer to, you know, like 400 million. And so then they had 215 million left over, and then they still can sell DVDs and put it on Disney Plus. And, yeah. And stuff like that. So it's it's going to keep happening. Because I, I can almost guarantee at least opening weekend for Lion King is going to do well. Yeah. Because that, that's probably the... Oh, wow, I said that word. Um it's probably the most popular Disney movie, I would say, is The Lion King. Could very well be. I think because it's just like, it's animals, so it's like you can kind of, con- anybody can connect to them, it doesn't really yeah. matter. Um, So that might be their most popular one, and I think that one's going to just fucking, it's going to do well. Uh, I, I, like, I would hope that it wouldn't, just because I want this fad to die, but you know what? how I know that it's probably going to be fine is that they um not not that that's how I know just uh what they did right was get even though I disagree with the idea but they got James Earl Jones I think that was which, the only one that because if they changed that that people would be mad which I think they should in my opinion because I'm like you need to do some sort of updating I, but I've heard people don't like the actor for Scar because he doesn't feel like a good evil kind of voice okay. I haven't heard it so I don't know um so I'll have to see how that turns out because Scar is such like that typical like I want to say flamboyant kind of villain like oh I yeah. love this kind of thing um, and so if you kind of mess with that too much it might not work but I don't know you might do just fine too I know I, I, I can't remember where the actor was from but yeah yeah there's not much I'm looking forward to there's Doom what was it called Annihilation or whatever but doesn't matter there's a new Doom movie now <laughs> yeah I had no idea. It says it's in post. See, I'm not. I'm not interested in Toy Story four like at all. Yeah, like especially because Toy Story three was supposed to be an end, and it's like, okay, this is. It's Andy got rid of the toys, and they went on to his sister. Then someone else pointed out. Oh no! I'm sorry. Doom Annihilation is completed. Oh. Okay. They just got to figure out when they're gonna release it. Oh. Um, it says uh, October first. Which I guess yeah, that's a good Halloween movie, right? 
It's just going to be shitty gore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I have no high hopes for it. I'm more excited about the game than the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just... Who was it that I asked the other day? I was like, wait, are we still waiting on Doom Eternal? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I forgot that um, that still hadn't come out yet. Oh, I guess, like, I know this is a movie podcast, but I'm excited about games. <laughs> I'm more excited about games than movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you got two at the end of the year, and then you got... So you got Outer Worlds... Uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, f- 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 oh, shit, the, the Hideo Kojima. Oh, Death Stranding. How can I forget? Yeah, mm-hmm. how could you forget? Yeah, a Hideo. Uh, anyway, basically successor to Metal Gear, so I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be following that series. And then next year is a uh, Cyberpunk 2077 with Keanu Reeves to bring it back to movies. All right, <laughs> which who is in Toy Story Four? Really? Yeah, he's one. He's. Uh, he's he's the only reason I might watch it to be honest. When they first like announced um, when they first announced like um, Kim Peel, like I was like I love Kim Peel, but fuck, like they're, they're just trying to get their uh, Kim Peel are just name recognition right now, which kind of sucks because they're I know they're good they're, and I think they're gonna get thrown into some crap kind of stuff, yeah. uh, kind of movies. Because I know us didn't get like a good critically acclaimed kind of like a uh, uh, response. But at least he's just, like, trying to do some things that are new and not over yes. the top. He's yeah. not making spectacle stuff. He's trying to actually think about what he's doing. And it's like, yeah, even if you fail, I'd rather you just be doing that. Yeah, and yeah I hope they don't just get thrown into these crappy projects like that because they're great comedians and that comedy has turned into great timing for horror movies. <laughs> um, oh, that didn't we find out, like, those are some of the best dramas in horror it, when they're made by comedians. Well, because comedy is so hard. That's all it is, is timing. Yeah. And so if you can learn the timing, you, you can translate in that to other movies, especially horror. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, people are like, oh, it's comedy. It's so easy. It's like, actually, comedy is one of the hardest things you can do. So if you yeah. can do it right and you do it really well, that takes a lot of intelligence. And so you can translate it over into other movies. Yeah. And so that's why you're like, oh, he can do dark stuff? It's like, yeah, that guy knows how to write something with pacing. <laughs> yeah. It's the 12th. Okay, that's a little... Um, Although I, I don't know if Get Out will age well. I think it was great at the time and just like the social and political kind of like a influence it had yeah, made it like elevated above. But like once that kind of we start to move on, I wonder how that's going to age. Yeah, because to be honest, like for me, I, I thought it was honestly just okay. I, I thought I, it was really good. When I first saw it, I really liked it. And then later on, when I thought about it, I thought, eh, it's not as good as yeah, I originally thought. Yeah, give it time thought. to think yeah. about, yeah. Here, here's one that I'm actually really excited about. Midsommar? Yeah. I'm really excited about that one. Yeah, I, I think that was one of the things. I got a poster of it, and it was just like, uh, who is it? Jo- uh, Jordan Peele? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he said something about it, didn't he? I think he's he's in it, or he's he's, he's attached to it. Is he? I thought he just, like, said, like, oh, it's good. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Because <laughs> that's what I saw. Oh, I thought he was attached. But, oh, oh well. I, I, I got the the poster and a little bit of the premise. And then his face was on it. So, I guess his... <laughs> yeah. What were you saying? Name recognition. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And again, just one of those things that, like, as soon as you get that little spark, like, okay, nothing else. I'm not getting any information. Just yeah. go into it. Have you seen a trailer for for Crawl? I think it's oh yeah I don't care it is I think the idea is it's meant to be sort of an unofficial remake of Lake Placid is the idea I'm guessing 
it looks like one of those horror movies that you know how in TV it's called a bottle episode where they stay on one set the whole episode. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what that's called for movies. A bottle movie. <laughs> Usually that can spawn some really good stuff. I guess so. Because that means like, oh well, it depends on Reservoir how you do Dogs it. and stuff like that. If you can get yeah yeah exactly if you know what you're doing, a lot of times you need multiple places just to keep the audience interested. But unless you, unless you know what you're doing, like if you're Quentin Tarantino, then you could. This do it. one it's just it's got the ticking clock element of they're gonna drown, but they can't just leave because there's the alligator, and it's just I feel like it's gonna come out and it's gonna be like oh the alligator is gonna seem a lot more intelligent like it's gonna have an agenda, yeah. <laughs> kind of like how uh, in Twister and stuff like that the tornado was the bad guy and it's like how do you add a personality to a tornado? Yeah. And so it's like I I am not excited about it at I all. I remember I remember when I was young uh, and. I knew about Twister. At the same time, there's this other movie called um, Night of the Tornadoes, I think. And, <laughs> okay. and in okay. my opinion, Night of the Tornadoes is much better. It's still a bad oh. movie. But oh, okay. it's much better. Because I, I remember, like, it was like, oh, well, Twister's rated R. Well, I was raised Mormon, so I couldn't watch R movies. Yeah. And I remember thinking, this is some, like, intense horror movie, you know? I get older, I watch it, I'm like, this movie's silly as shit. <laughs> you know? It, it fucking, uh, Night of the Tornadoes is an actual drama. It's actually okay. kind of dips into terror ter- territory. That's a weird thing to say. I would, I'd actually recommend Ghost then again, I bet if I watch it now, I'd be like, oh, this is bad. I don't know. But when I was younger, I thought it was, it's intense. Yeah. And Twister, Twister isn't intense. It's just, it's just, it's silly. It's just uh, what became of like, uh, or later became like disaster movies. Yeah, I'm and looking. They're not up, intense at all. I'm looking up Crawl. I I, th- I thought someone was behind it, like someone famous. Yeah, no. What's his name? Who was who did um, Poultrygeist? <laughs> oh yeah. I thought he was behind it or something. James uh, Gunn. Well, he's producing a lot of stuff. He's yeah. He's he's like probably he produced, got a producer card or something with it. He produced a uh, Brightburn. And I, I was like, uh, maybe I'll see that. And then I heard people talking about it. I'm like, uh, okay, I lost interest. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, not James Gum. James Gunn. No, James Gunn on Twitter. No, Maybe he doesn't have anything to do with Crawl. I, I thought somebody had something to do with Crawl. Somebody big. I don't know. Maybe it was a different like producer on one of Gunn's movies. And so you kind of associate it that way. You know, Maybe. like from a producer of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, oh, James Gunn. Like, your brain just instantly thought that. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they do that. I just need to check this real quick. I, Because there's a good chance I was wrong on something. And I'll, I'll have to admit that. <laughs> um, I mean, you don't have to. Fuck. James Gunn didn't have anything to do with Poultrygeist. Damn it. <laughs> that, w- that was uh, Lloyd Kaufman. I just wanted people to go, James Gunn, why would you bring up something like that when you could say Guardians of the Galaxy? What which what what trauma movie did he do? Who, James Gunn? Yeah. I know he was a part of Tromeo and Juliet. Tromeo and Juliet, that's Is it. Is that it? I still haven't seen I haven't seen any trauma movies. I I saw Toxic Avenger and I had such a good time with that. I was like, I don't know if I want to watch any other ones. Oh, I think yeah. this is their flagship and every other one's going to kind of miss the point. You know, Super is kind of like his, um, what's the word? Like, uh, 
when you move from one thing to another. You think he's like transition from trans tra- transition, yeah, from trauma to guardians. Super was like not. I don't mean to superhero, just mainstream. You know. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, because it still has those trauma elements in it. Yeah. Because it's it like when it's I like first watched, a, it, I was like, "Holy shit, there's gore in this movie." It's such like a good balance, though, too. Yeah. Definitely recommend anybody who hasn't seen Super. There's some messed up stuff Super. that happens in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Just beats the, somebody's head in with a wrench. <laughs> okay, what else is coming out? Probably Can't nothing just, that I give a it shit hurt about. somebody for cutting in line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, but we all want to. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff on here from different countries. Rambo Five, <laughs> is that real? Is it? Is you it? You said eighties nostalgia. Is it John Stallone? <laughs> uh, it, it's yep. It's Sylvester. Jesus Christ. I've actually never seen any of the Rambo's. I I need to rewatch because I saw them when I was too young. I was, I don't remember much. I was watching the first one in the break room at work. And it was actually intriguing, and like it was the very beginning of uh, the yeah. first Rambo, um, and I'm just like, oh wow, this is actually like you start to feel for this character. It's like a revenge story almost. Yeah. Of him and the cops. When when what decade was Rambo? I want to say 80s, but it could be late 70s. No, because 80s. If it's 70s, then my, I might actually like it. Don't get me wrong. There's lots of movies from the 80s I like. It just movies that were made in the seventies, even especially action movies. I tend to just like a lot more, even horror. Uh, no, that's the book. What? What? First Blood was nineteen eighty two. Okay. Yeah, but you're. That's before like. It was um, still very early eighties. It might still get in that territory that I like. It what like from what I remember, it's not cheesy at all. Yeah. It's literally him just being quiet, like slowly taking out these guys with like. The traps, like what yeah. turned into like cheesy, like oh the guy you know taking out the the one man army kind of deal. Yeah, but this was before cheese. It was just like it's him. It's literally a soldier with PTSD killing cops because they fucked with him. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Ad Astra. I'm a little and interested. That was totally like in that point where, yeah, vets were really not seen as good people, so everybody kind of just like didn't give a shit about them. And that's the point. Is he supposed to be just kind of like a man without yeah. a country? So he's just like, all right, fuck it. It's me Wait, against the world. What, what was he? Was he like Vietnam? It, I think Vietnam. Cause he, he that got... would make a lot of sense. Because what happened was after World War One and World War Two, the vets came back and they were just loved and cherished. And So when the vets came home from Vietnam, they were expecting that, but they, they didn't get that. It was, it was the first war that was widely covered. Yeah. And people saw what war really was like. And they're like, oh, these people are, oh. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we did some... You know, in war, every side does fucked up shit, and so people actually saw that, and the glorification of war was kind of like demystified, and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's why, yeah, all the laws nowadays are like, are you an army vet? Like all these laws protecting vets. Nowadays, like, what's this for? I thought like, because vets are now loved again. Yeah, but yeah, that's left over from a time when it's like, no, you got people just didn't hire you if you were a vet because yeah. they, they thought you were messed up and stuff like that. I think it's one big reason a lot of conservatives tend to hate liberals a lot because liberals that was the liberals they they didn't just hate war they hated everything about even the veterans they hated the soldiers yeah. you know and then it kind of went back a little bit like no no, no we we love the soldiers we just hate what they did you know yeah and then I think it's starting to swing back a little bit now it's weird but yeah everything's cyclical I guess but wait Brad Pitt and what this add add Astra. I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it before. Oh, never mind. Uh, I don't know. This is interesting. 
I'll have to watch a trailer for it or something. Wait, it's got a Rotten Tomatoes page. Does that mean that people have seen it? No, no consensus. Yep. So I'm not really excited about movies this year. I don't know. Maybe there's try a, to find some. There's a certain amount of stuff I'm in, I'm in excited for. Maybe some smaller stuff will come out. Maybe I'll just like, catch up on some like uh, some movies I've been putting off. I created a little list over there. It's already got like ten things on it. Yeah. Just like movies from I think last year and maybe the year before. Definitely last year with like some Oscar winners, like the favorite and stuff. I need to just catch up on. Yeah. On that kind of stuff. Have yeah. you have you seen Barry Lyndon? No. I just uh, I just saw that. Um, and I'd already seen the favorite, um, and I remember people comparing it to Barry Lyndon. And I was watching Barry Lyndon. I was like, I don't get it. Why is it like the favorite? And then after the second half, I'm like, Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. And then someone there made the comparison. The favorite can to, to people who know Barry Lyndon. The favorite it can be described as lesbian Barry Lyndon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but I believe you. Um. But yeah, uh, like, there's a good amount of stuff. I, I wish I had access to some more independent theaters. The theaters we have here just sell block. I mean, show blockbusters. Even our little indie theater—that's all they show now are blockbusters. Yeah, because I don't think enough people went to it. No, that's no, they didn't. They weren't. They were hemorrhaging money when all they sold the, uh, or uh, showed were indies, which sucks. They would show like indies and then one big thing. It seemed like. Yeah. And now they just show whatever the three biggest movies at the time are. Yeah. Which I get it. That's just how it is, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's, I think that's all we got for today, right? I'm all tapped out. I'm tired. It's hot. <laughs> Actually, it's a little nicer than it was earlier. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'll catch up on some movies and then talk about them later, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we might see... What I want to see is... Uh, Jim Jarmusch's The Dead Don't Die and we might talk about that on the next podcast uh, and then is there anything you want us to watch like an older movie that we'll watch and then like to talk about it on the next podcast Um, I don't have anything in mind but maybe we'll just come up with something we'll later come up with something. and then we'll, All right. we'll bring it up alright then so uh, if you guys want to check out some more of our stuff check out uh, Ridgeview ridgeviewtribe.com you want to say that again check out ridge, ridge, ridgeviewdrive.com there I said it again there you go uh, for now it just takes you to the YouTube channel which is fine yeah uh, and you can check out our other reviews um, uh, do you you don't care about plugging anything no follow uh, us at on Instagram Twitter well Instagram and Twitter it's specifically ridgeview underscore drive.com uh, so I'm hoping maybe I can get just ridgeview not dot com I'm sorry just ridgeview underscore drive at Twitter and Instagram you can find uh, Facebook just ridgeview drive um, you can find me on all those social medias at dark jack wolf can they find you no okay <laughs> I'll start creating more social stuff alright then uh, I think that'll be it for today uh, have a nice day boy <laughs>